Charlotte. Hey, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome everybody. You're here with us at Family Home Evening. With Bad Mormons. We're here with our red wine. We've got our tequila. (laughs) Well, that's... That was a secret tequila shot. That and we it did was delicious. Off, off the podcast. <laughs> uh, sometimes we're feeling a little tired when we get home from work and we need to do a little extra amping up before we start recording for y'all. You're welcome, world. Take a drink. Uh, I was going to say we have... Oh, shit. I need to repent for that. <laughs> Repenting so soon? All right. Let's start over. We're here with our red wine and our... We've got our candle lit, our licked cupcake candle from our friends at Exmo Candle Co. Yeah, Exmo Candles. And we are here to record a podcast with no mistakes. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> We're here to entertain your pants off. That's my goal in life. Oh, so cheers. Hey, cheers. We're drinking two different red wines. Sure are, because normally we're outside where you can hear, you know, the war going on. Mm-hmm. But it was just so loud. We decided to go inside, kick Craig into the other room. Yeah. <laughs> and the table, picture it. <laughs> Gotham City. You're in Batman's Or sorry, Bruce Wayne's house. Spoiler alert. They're the same person. <laughs> Mandy and I are at opposite ends of a very long table. Oh. Not that long. I get it. I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> Our house looks nothing like Bruce Wayne's mansion. <laughs> That's not the way I choose to look at it. Fair enough. Hence, the wine is at the other end of the table, and I just can't have it, so I opened up a different bottle of wine. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> I just learned, I learned a very fun thing about wine today at work. I learned that uh, Dave Finney, who is the winemaker who does Orrin Swift, which okay. is all the wines we all love, war- Papillon. And, so good. Yeah, tons of great stuff. Machete. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he... I don't think he does. I don't think he works for Orrin Swift. I don't know if he sold it or if he's not associated with them anymore. Uh, Prisoner was another company brand he was associated with. But now he's been doing this thing uh, called Locations. And it's been around for a long time, but I just learned about it today. So he goes and he's buying up wineries in, you know, well-known wine locations around the world. And then he'll do only blends. Ooh, I love So he's working on, yeah, he's working on all these cool blends. And so the one I'm drinking is the California Red Blend. And it's pretty delicious. Nice. I've had say. that one before, and it is delightful. I haven't actually sipped my Freak Show wine yet, but I have had it before, and I remember that it was pretty good. I'm still waiting for the tequila to settle down in my mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers to, cheers to the weekend. Cheers to the red wine, and hey, cheers, cheers to, to our the, patrons. To our patrons, <laughs> I was like the Rams. It's Super Bowl tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's technically why we had to move inside, because the entire county of Riverside is in our neighbor's backyard. <laughs> the 909 showed up hard to our neighborhood. So, yes, we're... If you know, you know. You know, you absolutely know. <laughs> Sorry if we have any listeners in Riverside. <laughs> you know, they know. They would know, too. Oh, it's true. It's true. Um, I want to go ahead and repent since I already mentioned it at the beginning. Sure. I forgot again to put together an infographic for our drinking game. Oh, you monster. Well, it's not that I forgot. I was actually really busy this week at work. Um, infographic and the Mama Quinn, Mother Quinn novels. I was looking forward to that. Uh, but I have the whole day off tomorrow with nothing to do except for stuff my face, get drunk, and watch a football game. Yeah. So I'm going to get these two things done tomorrow, and I'm probably going to make some new merch. So it's going to be a very productive Bad Mormons Day tomorrow. That'll be rad. Because there's nothing like getting drunk during the middle of the day to make you productive. It works every time (laughs) until you take a nap. I also have something to repent for. Let's hear it. I was pretty drunk last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It might not be the best idea to go have endless mimosas before we decide to record. That's all I'm saying. And how many times do you think have we said that? (laughs) A lot. How many episodes have we gone to have endless mimosas and then come back to record? At least seven. I was going to say five, but (laughs) probably 50. Um, I I was very spirited. Mm -hmm. I have opinions. Mm -hmm. And you all need to hear them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we heard them, girl. We heard them. Anywho, I wasn't as sloppy as I could have been, but I was more sloppy than I'd like to be. <laughs> I, uh, I'd also like to repent, too. I 
<laughs> I introduced Charlotte to trauma films last oh, week. Oh, you should fucking repent hard. <laughs> I'm not repenting for that, because trauma <laughs> films are fucking awesome. I'm repenting for putting on Tromeo and Juliet and then going straight to bed <laughs> and making you watch it alone. Because <laughs> here's the thing about watching trauma films. You have to watch it with somebody who's willing to laugh with you. If you're just sitting there, like, in the dark, alone, watching, you're like, what? the fuck am I doing? Why am I watching this? <laughs> to be fair, I am on a huge James Gunn kick. So we watched Slither, which was fabulous. I had never seen it before. And actually, I kind of take that back. I think I had actually seen it before, but I just repressed it. Because I'm like, I do recognize, like, especially the blob at the end with the um, propane. Spoiler yeah. alert. Right. Um, but so I was like, oh, I, mean, I have seen this before. Yeah. But I was like, it, it was pretty good. Would I watch it again? Maybe in another 10 years. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, Troy and Juliet, I couldn't get through that shit. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should have started out with uh, something simple like, um, oh, God, what's their most famous one? Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Oh, Troma You're talking about films. James Gunn. James Gunn. I'm talking about Troma films. Got it. The Toxic uh, Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. And it's fun. It's great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, Yeah. Mormon Corner. What are we doing there? What's happening? What's happening in the world of religion? I was thinking maybe we would take this opportunity. This is the 88th episode we've recorded of this podcast, which okay. is 88 weeks in a row straight. <laughs> what kind of torturous hell would put up with this for 88 weeks in a row? The, the numbers just keep going up. I was thinking maybe we would recap just do a little short, you know, you're always saying how everybody doesn't listen to every episode. Right. Maybe we'll just do a little recap of our history with the prophet and the, you know, polygamists and that. Just to oh, yeah. catch up maybe any new patrons who joined up after we talked about it, a little, you know, in the first to be fair, couple episodes. it's a episodes. lot. It's 88 hours to go back and re-listen to. <laughs> At so, least. So, uh, day, day in a life or, no, it's um, <laughs> life in a life. Yeah, just let's just short and sweet. So we are two sisters in a family of nine children mm-hmm. who were raised and baptized Mormon. Not a single one of us turned out Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, we all drink heavily, have the premaritals, and... Uh, are generally hilarious and great people. It's, you, you either had a really good childhood or you're funny. <laughs> so... <laughs> there was one kind of a life-defining moment when we were young. I was about in the third grade where our parents decided to split up. There was only six of us at the time. My Our mom took us, kidnapped us, and ran in the night and hid from our father for like six months. <laughs> he had no idea where we were. Uh, meanwhile, we were hiding out with polygamists so, all over Utah. Right, right. <laughs> she got married to three different polygamists. Apparently, she either wouldn't put out, I don't know, we didn't get the details on this. Uh, but that was my theory. I was like, it probably came to the put out or get out stage. And then she got out and went to the next family. No, I'm guessing mom, she's just like bang away. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Actually, you know, right. When you've only banged one, well, supposedly if she only banged our father and I'm not saying she did or didn't, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to (laughs) know. Um, but just saying she'd never admit to it anyways. And then we had a curious thing happen a little later in our lives where one of our cousins, decided that he was the, the one, one mighty and strong. strong. Yeah. <laughs> the prophet, the morning star, or the evening star. I get them confused. Actually, I think it's the morning star that's the evil one. I'm mm. not very religious. Yeah. I'm Keep not, talking. Anyways, I'll Google it. If you, if you guys know, let us, let, <laughs> let us know what kind of uh, cult that our cousin has started because we're, <laughs> we're it's hard to keep track. Anyways, he's the one mighty and strong. He's the true... Next, I don't know, next Jesus or I don't know something. Anyways, he started a religion. He's a truck driver, so he drives around the country. He baptizes people in swimming pools, and he has a podcast where he just talks on the road. And he, (laughs) at the time, I was like, man, he's got a lot of plays. A lot of people listen to that shit, which is like, you know, at the time, I was seeing numbers like 30,000, and now I'm like, oh, well, he's been doing that for five years. Right. That's actually not a great turnout for that (laughs) that long now that I kind of have an an inside track on what that means. But yeah, so our mother was really uh, encouraging that for a while. She got on the podcast a couple times and, you know, they were talking some crazy shit about how... Decapitation. Yeah, she couldn't wait till he 
he was going to die and she hoped she could be the one to cut his head off. And it's all out there totally in the universe. Totally same things that <laughs> sane people do with healthy, you know, saneness. Yeah. Anyways, it was about that time when we started, we collectively, as the children of, of our parents, we were all on, you know, whatever kind of Marco Polo or FaceTime or whatever it was, talking to each other as a group and listening to these podcast episodes when we were like, Something bad's going to happen. We just thought it would be murder. We're like, okay, what does somebody... But we didn't say that. We just said, over, under. Yeah. <laughs> when something really bad going to happen. Because nothing good comes from this, fucking, kind, of, this kind of behavior. Yeah. And, you know, oh, just yeah. taking advantage of people, right? Yeah. And I think that's when the idea started growing in my head that, like, if my cousin the prophet can have a podcast... <laughs> <laughs> I think we could probably do something fun for the people, and here we are. Fabulous. So that's... The reason why I thought about having a podcast is the work that I do is I, I'm a hairstylist, so I do people's hair all the time, and I inevitably, when we're chatting, talk about life stories and whatever, and every single time, they're like, Charlotte, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> how, like, not, like, I, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me, but like, how are you so normal in such a fucked up upbringing and I'm like I don't know I mean isn't this just what people deal with something like no <laughs> nobody deals with these things you should write a book and I'm like yeah. I'm not literate enough to write a book I never learned how to read and I'm just like but I mean literally like I'm not a person who I'm not a writer by any means I'm not eloquently spoken like it's just not my thing but um like just get a ghostwriter it'll be fine but you've got stories they'll make it funny and I'm like well so long as it's funny and they're like Mandy do you want to write a book she's like no <laughs> I don't want to write a book. I was like, like a lot we could get work. a ghostwriter and they'll write it for us. Maybe we'll get rich. Actually, she's like, why don't, don't we just do a podcast? If I didn't have a job, I would actually love to write a book. But yeah. It's just to- so time consuming. Obviously, with just the the short little joke of our Mother Quinn novels we're trying to if write. we takes had a lot enough time. patrons. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of patrons. I mean, literally, we'd have to have so many to not work anymore. But I'm just saying, you want to see that book, we could make the show. Yeah, we'll work on it. Um, but anyway, so like, well, instead, you're like, if we're just telling stories to somebody who's writing a book, why don't we just do a podcast? And so that's what we're doing. <laughs> You'll hear great stories like, <laughs> Actually, every single story Not that just came me. to mind was about pooping your pants. There's a lot of defecation in this podcast. Getting too drunk. To be fair, when you drink a lot, your stomach hurts. <laughs> you need ammonium. And don't ever trust a fart. That's all I'm going to say about that. That could be on the shirt. Never trust a fart. I'm not doing that. All right, let's yes, move you on. Will. It's what our podcast is about. I know. <laughs> Anyway, that's Mormon Corner this week. Well, that's it, fair. It went a little longer than normal, but we we give you the the basic rundown. It's recap. nice to get a little recap because again, like we have the stories, and we're not saying you know, yeah, they are fascinating. They should go into more detail, <laughs> but alas, go back and listen to the first couple episodes. Yeah, if you like, uh, if you if you want to hear more about the prophet and then some of the fallout from his religion. We uh, covered a little bit of that in one of our bonus episodes. It right. was right uh, right between 9 and 10. So right. Or if you want to hear about our mother running off with the polygamist, I want to say that's like episode 5. <laughs> I can't remember that one. Yeah, I actually don't have any idea. I was making it up. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell people to go to an episode and they're like, that bitch lied to me. <laughs> Listen, if you go... I think I'll... it's actually 2 because... It, or no, 4 because it's Ricardo Montalban's fabulous chest. <laughs> right, you're right. <laughs> Times. Moving right. on. Actually, you know what? For cool shit, all I had was that we watched Slither and Trauma films, which we've already talked about. What else is happening? I mean, Boba Fett just finished. Oh, uh, I don't think... I mean, again, I've just got this huge, gigantic hard-on for James Gunn right now. <laughs> but it's like, did we talk about Peacemaker last week? Because fucking Peacemaker's the shit. I'm a little... I'm a couple episodes behind on Peacemaker. But it, yeah, it is great. Love it. It's really so good. So incredibly much. It's just so funny. And yeah, the beginning makes me just chuckle. But... And actually, like, I'm kind of in love with John Cena right now, too. I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> it's funny. My, my really good friend, Ryan, you know Ryan, he's like super 
super DC nerd. Yeah. And I've always been, like, way more Marvel nerd. Right. I mean, and I'm not even a comic book nerd in that. No. Like, nearly as much as he is. You're a poser, right. is what we like to well, call it. Yes, okay, poser, <laughs> for sure. But he's like, have you seen Peacemaker? And I was like, okay, actually, I can. I know what you're talking about, and I'm interested, and let's have a conversation. Right? <laughs> so good. And I, honestly, like, unfortunately, and I was actually talking to a client about this today, so... DC is dark. It's meant to be dark. And they keep trying to rip off Marvel by... Marvel? (laughs) (laughs) They keep trying to rip off Marvel by, like, doing, like, Aquaman and these things that aren't overly, like, dark. I mean, think about the original Batman. It did really well because it was good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I cannot remember the name of that fucking director, but it was the Val Kilmer Batman. He had nipples on his suit, and it was, like... It was more like a comic book. I get that. Like, I understand the aesthetic of it, but it was wrong. And nobody liked it for a reason. Uh, just a slight side note. You know, when uh, Courtney came down to visit and we did that little L.A. Hollywood trip. Yeah, We yeah. went to see Alkaline Trio and Bad Religion. There was a horror, not a horror movie, but it was it was a movie museum. And it was, it wasn't all horror. It was like a lot of dark creepy stuff right it was mostly horror but they had all the batman suits in there and they were all like real movie props oh nice and it was like this janky you know like people who like put together this collection and borrowed (laughs) shit from people and you could tell it was like all homemade but it was real stuff right and uh it was super cool and the guy leading us through there we were the only two people in the tour it was like 25 bucks (laughs) and he was this dude he was just like okay good it's just you two like let's just talk like normal people and he was just like so nipple suit Nipple suit, right. nipple suit, real yeah. suit. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Anyways, so I got and to I see. And I like that it's a real suit versus a nipple suit. Yeah, I got to see the nipple suits up close and in person. Oh, yeah. Did you Did you touch them? No, I wasn't allowed That's to. But f- I put my hand out like I was going to. <laughs> did it get mad? I felt the energy. I feel the nipples. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's rad. Sorry, I sidetracked you. No, no, totally. It's just it's. I, there's not very much that's DC that's good, to be honest. And, uh, like, the Christian Bale Batmans were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have been better. Yeah. I love the I love the Bane, uh, the, the remixes. <laughs> <laughs> Our sister Tiffany does a really good Bane, too. She that's does. Amazing. We should get her on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that one where it's like somebody just says the most random shit because you can't see his lip. Strawberries, <laughs> No, it's <laughs> strawberries are filled with fiber. Right. Somebody, somebody get me a sandwich. None of us do a good bane. We need to stop. Yeah, we, maybe we should cut that. Uh, no, we're leaving it forever for everyone to hear for always. Um, but yeah, anyway, so whole, I, even though I wouldn't say necessarily Peacemaker is a dark, gloomy, like Gotham-y type, but the humor is dark. There's emotions that are dark, but done in a very funny fucking way. Yeah, so, that's great. And that's, I think, that's why I love it so much. Um, we should probably watch it right after we're done with this. I'm down. I'll, I'll rewatch it from the fucking beginning. <laughs> next week Next week is the season finale, so um, which I will be out of town for. Do not watch it without me. Okay, I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, that's some cool ass shit. What else is cool? Uh, I don't know if there's much cool going on. There's definitely a lot of this motherfucker going on. Okay. I forgot to even write the thing where all those uh, truck drivers are basically blocking the bridge that goes from Canada to, I think it's Detroit, Michigan? Lansing, Michigan? Somewhere right around there. Okay. And they're effectively blocking the flow of trade. It's a major port between the two countries right in the middle. They're effectively blocking it to the point where... Just today, there's like all these counter protesters out there, like get the fuck out, <laughs> leave our city, right. like, go fuck yourself. That's not the exact chance they're doing, but it's Should kind of be. like that, you know. <laughs> and it's just like these fucking redneck truck drivers who are like, "Freedom, don't make me get my vaccine." Right. And from what I've heard, ninety percent of truckers are actually vaccinated. Yeah, ninety percent of Canada's vaccinated. Right. Somebody was telling me today that it's actually kind of run by a QAnon bullshit thing, and they're mm. just trying to be loud and obnoxious as usual right but but the fact that they can shut down a port like that and just disrupt so many people's lives like uh somebody so car manufacturers in you know how that area is like known for being oh yeah car manufacturers their people are losing their jobs because they can't get the shit that they need because the borders are so clogged up right and it's just it's really affecting the economy and everybody's lives who live in that area and technically i mean i guess you can 
you know, find people and put people in jail, but they haven't been doing it for some reason. And a couple of days ago, they were just like, all right, cut the shit. Like, we're going to start doing it. It's like, what's taking you so long? Get right. rid of these fucking people. This is what's kind of pissing me off. I feel like, and the same could be said for Trump. There was no accountability. They let him do whatever he fucking wanted. Same thing with all of this shit. Well, if there's no repercussions for your actions, then fuck off. You're going to keep doing it. And literally, I mean, we'll get into it in a minute, but like this whole like fucking flush gate. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, just gate. no, go right into it because. Right? It's just like. It's all, relevant. Pretty much there, you know, everybody knew he was flushing documents down a toilet or like ripping up documents. And there, I think it was the Reagan era, 1978, something like that. He said, you cannot destroy documents that are, you know, White House property. Oh, yeah. It's illegal. You know, all of that shit. But nobody stopped him from doing it. And so he just kept fucking doing it. He, he left with 15 boxes of top secret shit and, like, the letter from Kim Jong-un that he took to Mar-a-Lago. Like, you can't fucking do that. But he's like, what? Nobody told me I couldn't. Yeah. And it's just like. Or what? that, or he was like waving around. He he had a press junket in the Oval Office, and people, you know, press with cameras in there. And he's like bragging about how he has access to top secret clearance shit, which I mean, he's the fucking president, right? F- falsely elected, in my opinion, but that's Fair. another story. Yep. So then he picks up these classified documents that say top secret stand on them and starts waving them around, it's like, "See, look, see, I got him. You don't trust me? They're right here in my hand." And they had to like take everyone's cameras because in case anyone got any photographs of the top right. secret shit that was on there that he's waving around. This is why television bullshit actors shouldn't be fucking president. Dude. Oh, wait. But her emails. Right? The three emails she deleted that she had a deposition and was questioned about for 11 hours. We're talking about Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But Trump has yet to do any testifying at all for any of his impeachments. Anything at all. He's done nothing, and yet three emails she eleven hours, and then don't start me on fucking deal? Benghazi. Wait, wait, what was the deal that she did? She took, she sent, she or had received... a private server, or, or, um, server, server for one, which he's been using his own private cell phone this whole time. So fucking, what the fuck is that? And then, and there was other shit too there that I, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but I, yeah, I read a little bit of Twitter. When you get your news from Twitter, it's kind of sad, but <laughs> at least it's not Facebook. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, she something about she had deleted three emails. They couldn't trace down these three emails or some shit like, and that was the, the big fucking deal was. Right. But he's ripping up fucking presidential fucking letters and flushing them down the toilet, <laughs> having to get a fucking plumber out to get it out. We're like the last people in the world to, you know, talk about this because it's like all over Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, Stephen totally. Colbert did a really funny thing. Daily Show has done a really right. funny thing. You should watch it. Well, the Daily him. Show is really good. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, it, you didn't you didn't really realize at the time, but, but I don't know, back, I don't even remember what time of the year it was but it was like he was campaigning or he was talking at his rallies and he kept talking about flushing the toilets and how people had to flush one two and then we'd count the flushes but not me i flush one time but and every single time he would go around and be like they don't want to talk about it so i'm not going to talk about it and do this like five minute speech about how he's not going to talk about it about flushing the toilets and, then, and you're like what is he even why is he even talking about that now it makes so much more sense that's the thing it's like could you imagine if people put someone in the presidency like Trump, but was but who was actually intelligent? Like, oh yeah, he could have fucked so much shit up if he wasn't such a fucking idiot. Right. It's like, oh, love me, love me, let like he's just a wounded dog, and but somebody who was intelligent, I think. I mean, of course, you can have intelligent, malicious people, but I think a lot of the damage that he did was because he's so stupid. You know what I mean? I don't think it correlates. I don't know. I yes, could... I don't know. The whole there's so much shit that he did to just better himself and his family and corporations. I mean, his base is truckers and blue collar jobs, the cops, the firemen, the the coal miners. There's a hard fucking job. It's taxing. It's the people. Those kinds of people are the people who need assistance. Because they don't get paid well enough. Because they're not allowed to unionize. Right. You know, all of this shit. They're the ones who support a guy who's trying, like, he's going to take care of us. Because he actually, they actually thought he understood their plight. Well, think about him and, and Trump Tower. His first, his first project, I forget what it was called. It was the Continental or, or something like that down in New York. It was a hotel. You know, he had, you know, painters come in. They say, like, listen, this is not 
commercial grade paint. It's just going to peel. We can't use this. You need to have this higher grade. No, I already told you what I want. And that's what you're going to paint with. And so when they painted it, no, I don't really like that color or whatever. And just doesn't pay them. Right. How did the people who are sitting there who are struggling day to day and need his fucking help be like, I, that's, guy, that's the guy that's going to help me out when he doesn't even pay his own workers. Mm-hmm. Like, go fuck yourself. They never hear that. And if, even if they did hear it, they'd be like, that's a lie. That's a but lie. But why would they? I mean, he's never had to work a hard, like, he's never gotten his hands dirty. He's never, like, leaned down and picked up a thing of dirt. Yeah. In his life. How can people be so fucking stupid or naive? Like, pretty stupid, though. It's kind of mostly the whole Republican Party, though. But the, it used to be, I was watching Bill Maher, and so I don't really have any basis on this other than that he talked about it. But, like, it was like the, the cops, the, the, the blue-collar jobs used to vote Democratic because the Democrats helped them with making sure the streets were infrastructure. paved. Infrastructure. Yeah, infrastructure. Making Government. Sure, <laughs> making sure that they're taking care. Yeah. That what we pay them comes back to the people. Right. And it was the white-collar jobs, the, the teachers, the fucking lawyers, the doctors... They would all vote Republican because they get their tax breaks and whatnot. But somehow now this is switched around. It's now the educated people that have spent a lot of money on education, lawyers, doctors, teachers, that are all liberals. And it's all the blue-collar workers that are voting Republican even because the, they keep talking about helping them, but they're not actually helping them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, neither are the Democrats. Mm-hmm. No one's helping you mm-hmm. because they're just helping themselves and their own families. Yeah, that's true. That's very fucking true. Uh, you know who's really not helping anyone is Mud, mud Butt, butt Turd Girl. girl. <laughs> I was like, please say Mud Butt Turd Girl. I love it. <laughs> if you haven't been listening, that's uh, that's our new moniker for MTG. And if you don't know who that is, you're going to have to Google it because we don't say her name on no, the podcast no, anymore. Mud Butt Turd Girl. Uh, she, <laughs> she recently put out a press release or she had a video statement of some sort. Anyway, she was condemning... Nancy Pelosi and her gazpacho police, (laughs) (laughs) which I think she was trying to refer to the Gestapo police from Nazi Germany, right? (laughs) This is why you don't get rid of books, people. (laughs) Can't ban books about the Holocaust. (laughs) She fucking loves the Holocaust, too. She loves to equate everything to the Holocaust. Gazpacho. I can't even say gazpacho. No. Gazpacho. Gazpacho. I hate gazpacho. It's so gross. It's a a Russian spook. It's a cold Russian, soup. It's a cold Russian soup. Right? Gazpacho. Let's Google it. <laughs> All that comes up is Marjorie Taylor Green. Because <laughs> she's... A, so, listen. I also was reading somewhere. It was like, oh, she's doing this on purpose so people will keep talking about her. And she can keep headlining and, like, distracting from other things if we're too busy making fun of her and being petty. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, we've all said the wrong word that we meant something else. It's happened. We've all done it. Now, the difference is, is when you're a horrible fucking person, it makes people want you to feel stupid because you're so arrogant and such a dick that you need to be fucking humbled. I get that, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we've all done it ourselves. I forget where I'm going at with this, but I fucking hate her. I can tell you, gazpacho uh, is widely eaten in Spain and Portugal. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, mud butt turd girl still sucks. She's the fucking worst. No updates on Matt Gates yet. <sighs> uh, but just today, that one guy, Big Joe, pleaded guilty. Excellent. Uh, his friend, Joel Greenberg, is still, his lawyers are still trying to delay his sentencing. They okay. put in another delay of so sentencing today. So I, I don't know. Something's happening. Let's, let's hope. Uh, obviously, there is a huge situation in the Ukraine where Russia is just piling troops on the border and they're about to attack any day like the u.s embassies are cleared out they're recommending anybody who doesn't need to be there leave because it's like imminent war i saw on um the angry staffer that there was a like a aerial shot that was like oh this is their medics they've already set up their like soldier medics on the other side of this river that borders ukraine it's just like yeah they're getting ready for it right so from what i also read was that Apparently, well, this is what Putin's saying, is that Ukraine had one of their SSN, which is a nuclear uh, submarine, was in their area. So that's why they're doing it. So basically, there's a bunch of theories on what's driving him to do this. Um, Anything from, like, you know, trying to rebuild 
like Russia as the giant superpower of Eastern Europe, which it's kind of not anymore. Right. Um, and he wants everyone to embrace like Soviet republics. Um, he's probably trying to also just like flex. Right. But who really fucking knows? Nobody really knows. No. It's all just speculation at this point, but it's getting dangerous. Well, it's getting tense and it's, it's like, it would be really, really shocking if he didn't attack the Ukraine. Right. Which is fucked up. It's fucked up. That guy's a piece of shit too. Yeah, totally. Um, I think the, like the main story this week that really, really caught my attention though, you're not going to like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard what's going on with Tesla? No, not really, but I did see what their stock was at the end of the day, and I was none too pleased with that one. (laughs) Yeah, so Tesla, apparently, black people were treated so horrifically and racist and harassed at the Tesla plant in, um, the court is in Alameda, so I'm not sure where exactly the plant was, but somewhere in Northern California, like the Bay Area, I'm assuming. Um, But basically, they're saying, like, even managers and supervisors would consistently throw the n-word around and use a ton of racist slurs yes to people working in the factories so um this civil rights agency filed a lawsuit and apparently this has been going on for 32 months jesus this started back the complaints date three years yeah the complaints actually date back to 2012 jesus yeah it's insane some of the complaints were that tesla segregated black workers into a separate area and that the employees of the plants referred to those areas as the porch monkey stations, the dark side, the slave ship, and the, the plantation. What's wrong with people? Right? The plantation. Sorry, that was the other where's one. Where's the... I mean, it doesn't matter, but where's this fucking... <laughs> what, what state is this happening in? California. Jesus goddamn Christ. Yeah. California, the Bay Area in California. I you said that. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I know. Well, it's hard to take in. It's hard to really absorb because it's so unbelievable. This is Tesla. This is like the, the edge of modern technology. Right. The tech is great. It's like, you know, moving into the future. Right. Of moving and away from coal. One of these morons trying to go to space with fucking yeah. dick face Amazon dude. Dude, for real. There was, there was also um, graffiti all over apparently shit like you know kkk uh go back to africa hangman's noose confederate flags fucking well, I mean, n-word let's just start let's just start from the beginning <laughs> like <sighs> they, these were like carved into the walls and workbenches it's such a cheap jab go back to africa right or porch money. like you literally are not smart enough to come up with a fucking insult better than that like go Fuck yourself, for one. Mm-hmm. I mean, go fuck yourself anyways, because it's fucking rude and awful and uncalled for, and you should never make anybody feel bad about themselves. Color their skin, sexual orientation, fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be a goddamn bully, mm-hmm. well, of course, you're not going to be a bully if you're smart, so you're clearly never going to come up with something more original than that, I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, there's some other complaints, too, that are, you know... Basically, not only were they subjected to this harassment, but they were denied promotions. They're they're paid Spot less that. than other people for the same jobs. Other, you know, people that weren't black. I'm right. assuming this is... Doing the exact same job, yeah. but getting paid less. Yeah. Kind of like women, but, you know, yeah. again, they're, they're, minorities, yeah, everybody. They're, I think it's targeted towards specifically black people. Um, they were disciplined for infractions for which other workers were not penalized, right. according to this complaint. And the really, the... The fucked up part about this is they're kind of calling it structural racism as if it was so built into the company right. that everybody just kind of accepted it as the norm, if that makes any sense. It's so fucking crazy. 2013. Well, 2012. 12. Yeah. Um, I'm reading a little blurb here that says in, in 2016, so how many years ago was that? Six, Five, six years ago. Six years ago. Uh, the agency had investigated 744 cases of um, complaints involving individual workers. Uh, by 2020, that number had grown to almost 1,600 complaints. Wow. Right? And this is the fucked up part, too. So you know how there's just recently Elon Musk made a really big deal about moving to Texas because, you know, taxes in California were too high and blah, right. blah, blah. Actually, California is saying that was a calculated move. 
specifically to avoid prosecution because it was the shit was about to come down on him and his company. So that's why he moved to Texas. And there, so they still go after him. It shouldn't matter that he moved to Texas. I don't know exactly how it's going to work, right. but I think the fact that they're saying that publicly in the L.A. Times right. is something. Right. You know. So I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of money in Tesla. <laughs> this really makes me sad. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want to own stock that supports that kind of fucking bullshit. I'll take my fucking losses and cash out. Right. Well, and the thing is, is like, like we were just saying, the tech, it's good. It's important. Right. To go towards that type of battery-operated green energy is the future of the world. And that's why he's going to space. And that's why he's right. a fucking billionaire. You know, and there's But no reason. amount of autism gives you the right to be a fucking racist <laughs> asshole. <laughs> that's very true. You know, and you can't say that, like, oh, Elon Musk is a racist. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I don't he know, He allows dude. this fucking behavior that it's yeah. calculated into the plan of his, like... You know, what it was it? Structural said, racism. Structural racism. Like fuck you. You mm-hmm. knew about it. Mm-hmm. Just a couple stats that you might be interested in here too. Black workers make up twenty percent of Tesla's factory assemblers. There are no black executives, and just three percent of professionals at the Fremont plant are black. So That's it's very point. skewed. It's funny. You, I see all these um, job postings and all these. I'm always looking for you know jobs. Who knows, like some great job will come along. But, you know, I'm looking at Disney and I'm looking at all these like big companies and they're all they're all posting for jobs like inclusion manager and diversity technician and things like that, Um, which is, you know, God bless them. It's sad that you have to have it, but at least you have it. Right. You know, if you see if you see where the gap is in your company, fill it. Yeah. The company I used to work for actually would train us on that just specifically for hiring. Like, hey, do you have three candidates that have exactly the same qualifications? Where where are you lacking in diversity? Like, right. are, is everybody on your team white? Hire the black person. Is everybody on your team, is everybody on your team female? Hire the male. You know is what I mean? Is that kind of like the whole student... Um, affirmative action? Affirmative action. It's The difference is, is that everybody has to be exactly the same qualifications. Okay. If you have... If everybody's white males right. on your team and the person, you're, everyone you're interviewing, the white male has the most qualifications and the best is the best fit for the job, you have to give it to the person who has the best fit. Right. But if they're exactly the same and the only thing changing your perception of who should be hired is how it might diversify your team, you should go for the diversity. Right. But they have to be exactly qualified the same. Right. I like that. Sounds good to yeah, me. It's, yeah. I love it. It's I mean, great. It, it makes total sense because let's just say the majority of people were black on your team. You'd hire the white guy. It doesn't have anything to do with specific colors or orientations or anything like that. Yeah. It's just it, it depends. where are you lacking. And it depends on a lot where you live. It changes where you live, too. Right. So, like, if we're in, you know, Utah, it's going to be all white people. Right. But, you know, like living in Hawaii, white people are not the majority there. Right. So it just, you know, it totally depends. You know, those are my, I'm speaking from my own only, like, small experience, but. And that makes total sense. And yeah, if you're in Georgia, it could potentially maybe be the other direction. Yeah. You just never know. Right. (laughs) I don't know if I should even say this. I was going to say the one thing you have to look forward to is Elon Musk has more money than anyone in the world and can buy off any judge and any lawyer and any. Yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) I'd rather lose the money I invested, to be perfectly honest. I can make it back any day. Yeah. I mean, any day. It'll take me fucking long time. But at the end of the day. If it, like, restored some sort of, like, humanity, I guess I could do it. Yeah. I don't like it, though. I want my money back. Yeah. I want my money back! <laughs> uh. Apparently, too, they, they this article is kind of stating that ever since Trump became a public figure in politics, that's kind of when everything shifted because everybody realized it was okay to be racist. Right. And, uh... Besides the N-word, actually, I'm not even going to read this. They give a whole list of racial slurs that people were called. It's not, none of it's good. It's awful. It's all awful. Um, And they're just basically saying, like, Tesla doesn't enforce any zero tolerance policy for their, for racist conduct. So they're like, you can't have it, but they don't enforce anything. They don't reprimand anybody. But I bet if they called you a cracker, you'd get fired. And when you have 16,000 complaints... And you don't follow up on any of them, it's, like that's a problem. That's not just like one or two or three. Right. It's not something got swept under the rug. Yeah. This is over a over what? I mean, this investigation's just been going on for thirty two months. So right. what's that? Three years? Yeah. 
But I don't know. It's pretty shady, the fact that, like, all of a sudden all this is coming to a head and he just decides up to up and move out of California. In October of this year, a federal jury in San Francisco awarded um, a Tesla employee, uh, black elevator operator, $137 million Oh, good. For, uh, from Tesla. So that that's like a fucking airtight case. Uh, there's also Do a they couple... Know what the- what, was it just for racism or did he get fired? A harassment case. Harassment, okay. Yeah. Um, there's one that says uh, basically somebody wrote, an employer wrote a letter directly to Elon Musk saying, hey, this is this shit is happening. And the reply was to go talk to Human Resources. And he went to Human Resources where they fired him. Wow. Yep. This uh, hurts my heart. Like... This also, this also says uh, Tesla hired most workers through 14 staffing firms to avoid responsibility. Basically kind of doing this subcontractor thing. They're not Tesla employees. They're right. just temps. How like fucking narrow-minded do you have to be right. to go through all of this trouble just to be a fucking racist? Right. Well, and if you, you got to think about this too. So the fact, so this is an LA Times article that was published yesterday. This investigation has been going on for three years. We're talking about complaints all the way back to 2012. Elon Musk is arguably the richest person in the world, if not the second richest or whatever the fuck right. between him and Bezos. You got to really fuck up to have this printed about you because right. you have so much money that you, you buy everybody in this paper. You own everybody. So you really, really got to fuck up and enough people have to know about it for it to even become public news. So that that sucks for Tesla. The good, the one good thing about Tesla is the tech's good, and mm. you know maybe they can clean house and start over with a new whole, a whole new management right. or board or whatever CEO or whatever because it's not like the tech is bad. Right. That's and that's true. It's a solid company. It's still, that's very upsetting. Yeah, I was really surprised because it was such a big deal when you moved out of California and you're like, oh, that's why you moved out right. of California. That's why you talk about flushing papers down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear a word from our sponsor. We know that keeping the food storage stocked can sometimes be a struggle, but boy, howdy, did it just get a whole lot easier. Have we got a delicious and satisfying treat for you. Introducing Prophet Tyson Potted Meat Product. Prophet Tyson Potted Meat is a tasty treat your whole family will enjoy, and it's now packed with 30% more tripe per can. This spreadable, delectable meat product is the perfect addition to your food storage pantry, thanks to its pre-cooked state and extra-long shelf life which also makes it a great item for camping and military uses. Prophet Tyson potted meat comes in two tantalizing flavors. Country Pot, a down-home blend of pureed beef, pork, chicken, and that extra tripe. Or give City Pot a try, a spicy grind, a raccoon, feral cat, skunk, and animal shelter dumpster. For a heavenly treat, try Prophet Tyson potted meat. Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons listeners can save 20% off your first purchase. Just use the promo code the one mighty and strong at checkout. That's promo code the one mighty and strong for twenty percent off your first purchase of Prophet Tyson's potted meat. And we're back. So nice of you to come back. Wow, you even after all that, you still came back. <laughs> You're getting two separate pours now because we're at opposite ends of our Bruce Wayne table. The patron money's been flowing in, <laughs> and now we can afford two bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I have a funny story. It's just a little short one, which is good, because we've been going off about politics for way too long on this podcast. I have more to say, <laughs> but, but on. let me tell you a funny story about, uh, this goes back to the Logan days. Ooh. This was after... After, it must have been after high school. It was right at the end, either like senior year or right after high school. But uh, this guy named Eric mm-hmm. moved to town. He moved from Florida, and he had an apartment right off of campus, so up at USU. And one of our friends started dating him, which is how we ended up being friends with him. But he was, like, so cool. Like, first of all, apartment off campus. He had a car, you know. <laughs> he was a little older than us. He introduced me to, like, Nine Inch Nails' Pretty Hate Machine. Nice, so this was the nice. era that, that all that was happening. Started getting into that, like, we called it industrial at the time. I guess that's still the right term for it. Yeah, I 
would say so. Uh, but really got into industrial music and started going to Salt Lake a lot to go to the club, to confetti, listen to our industrial music and take acid. <laughs> Anyways, he was so cool. And uh, we hung out a lot at his apartment. And we, I'll never forget, do you remember the brand Z Cavarici? It was like no. such a big deal in the early 90s, the mid 90s. Z Cavarici. It was like the jeans and they were very high waisted and kind of pleated and baggy and not the flattering. Yeah, kind of. Gross. But they had the little label right on the like fupa area that said Z Cavarici right across the zipper. You don't remember? Not sound attractive. I'll show no. you a picture. Maybe that'll be like the cover photo for our <laughs> for the episode. episode. Perfect. But they were really popular at the time. Like Everyone had them. Everyone on 90210 had them, I should say. So you knew that they were good. And they were expensive. It was like 150 bucks for a pair of jeans in the mid-90s. For mom pants. Yeah. Gross. Awful. Well, you know, fashion. They do weird shit. So oh, it's bad. It's bad. Anyway, this guy, I don't know what happened, but he just decided to go on a rampage. And he, he opened a checking account for himself. These weren't like stolen checks opened a checking account, and just started writing bad checks all over town. Like, we went to the mall, the hall in Logan, and there was this, like, leather shop, and he bought a leather trench coat, like a duster, (laughs) which was actually pretty fucking cool, but it's, like, 500 bucks, you know? Bought a ton of Z Cavaricis, that's where it, it came from, and I was like, oh, I really love this Z Cavarici shirt. It was like an oversized, they, very much like the Disney spirit jerseys are now, okay, oversized yeah. long sleeves, said Z Cavarici across the front, and he's like, I'll get it for you. It's I was a like, made up name. Oh, it was like an 85, <laughs> it's like an $85 shirt. He's like, I'll get it for you. I fucking wore that shirt. I'm surprised I still don't have it. I treated it like gold. Um, hyper color. He bought everybody in our whole group of friends. Everybody had like 80 different hyper color shirts, you know, where the, the changes from your yeah. the temperature of yeah. your hands or whatever. Um, you usually get them in places like Cancun, Mexico. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, there was a time when they were new and very popular and you got them at the mall in Logan. Uh, Doc Martens. Everybody got a pair of Doc Martens. What the shit? Uh huh. I mean, I don't checks at that time. I don't know how much money this guy spent. Well, not spent, but like stole, stole essentially. But it was it was a fuck ton. Yeah. He, you know, I don't know if he did. I think he did go to jail. But like, I I mean, how do you pay all that back? And he was just buying shit for everybody. There was like twelve of us. Right. We're all in this group of friends, just buying shit and. Like, I'm embarrassed to say that I was like, I was like, I'm going to do that, too. Oh, and I yeah. opened a checking account for myself, and I bounced a check that I knew I didn't have enough money for to get myself a pair of Doc Bar- Martens. I really wanted the Oxbloods. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> and I did it. I bought the one pair of shoes, and I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't do this. And I, I ended up having to pay, I don't know, I think the, the Docs were like $95 at the time. I got right. them at Nordstrom in Ogden. Nice. Uh, I had to drive away from my hometown because I don't know why I thought that would be better. Like, I'm not in Logan if I went to Ogden to get them. And I ended up probably paying like $315 for those boots Jesus. because I had to pay the, you know, fees and the fines. Right. And, you know, and dad was not, dad taught me a lesson. He was like, not going to bail me out of that. He's like, you did it. Like, figure it out. You know, and I had to work at Pops. <laughs> I hadn't planned on telling that story, but maybe that could fold right into this one too. Go on. Okay. I had to work at Pops, which was the popcorn shop in the mall. Okay. Uh, it was owned by my boyfriend's mom, which is how I got the job. My very first boyfriend, my high school boyfriend. And it's the place that has the big, like, copper kettle corn thing right. where you put the popcorn in and you mix it up. And it was just, like, candy. And you put the dividers in so you could have, like, cheese popcorn. Totally. Oh, yeah, I totally know that. And, Delicious. dude, that was the fucking best job I ever had. We had ice cream. <laughs> dip the ice cream in the hard shell. I was a professional at it. And the best part was, like, the lady who owned it, my boyfriend's mom, her name was Vicky. She would just let us take whatever we wanted. She would do it, too. She'd be like, we'd take candy bars. You know, she would t- let us have whatever we wanted. It was Best not even stealing. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so fucking great. She actually bailed me out of a sticky situation once where I got our car broke down in Logan Canyon. It was in in North Fork. I, can't, I forget which fork, but it was somewhere up Logan Canyon, middle of the night, high on acid, oh, no. flat tire, and we were fucked. 
And uh, I called her, of all people. You had a cell phone? How'd you call her? Well, no, we had to go... Oh, how did we get... How did we call her? I think we had to go... I think we had to walk out to the road. Oh, we had to walk out to the road. So we hiked out of the canyon onto, like, Logan Canyon Road. Somebody came by, gave us a ride up to the rest area, right oh, by okay. the, the one that's by Dad's house yep. now. Yeah. And there was a payphone there, and we called her in the middle of the night, early in the morning. Oh. I know. And at this time, I was not dating her son anymore. <laughs> and so she was still, like, super nice, and she, like, bailed us out. She came and gave us a ride. She got oh, a tow truck, fixed the thing. She was like, I'm not going to tell your parents, but don't be fucking idiot, you know, and kind of gave us the, like, whatever. I'm, right. I'm getting sidetracked uh, from the story. I forgot. I totally forgot about that story. <laughs> um, the one shitty thing about that, though, is I... I did get fired from that job, and she told me that I was fired because I didn't mop the floor one night that I right. closed, which I absolutely did. So I don't know to this day why I got fired, but something had changed. And was it when you broke up with destroyed was, her son? It was short. It was shortly after that. So you hurt her son, and she hurt you back. Yeah, and then son. she felt bad about it, and that's why she bailed you out. Yeah, no, her son was a piece of shit. Well, she doesn't know that. <laughs> Nobody thinks their own child's a piece of shit. That's true. Even though they are. That's true. Uh, he broke up with me, thank God. Right. But yeah. So but still. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I had to work a ton of hours at the popcorn shop to get the money to pay back all the fines from bouncing that one check to get those pair of ox bloods, which God damn it, if I didn't think why well, I can't they believe I got have rid of those. Long. They would have died. They're Doc Martens. They last for fucking ever. You know what? I'll show you a pair of Craig's Doc Martens that should be thrown in the goddamn trash. <laughs> um, but I digress. Fair enough. This is why you're very responsible with money, or you should be, because if you think about... No, you shouldn't be, but I'm telling you why you should be. Oh, okay. It's a whole institution that's meant to make you poor. You have to pay for your checking account, which I think is bullshit. Like, I've never paid for a check in my whole life. Until now, because I, I haven't done my research on how to get them free. But I'm sure if I had taken the time, I could have gotten my 100 checks that I just ordered for $20 mm-hmm. for free. Because I have enough money in my account. I've never paid for a checking or a savings account because I've always had enough I've always been above their minimums, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have enough money, so we're not going to charge you for it, which is such bullshit. I'm trying to keep my money that you're going to take from me and then go invest and make more money off of, well, you give me 1% if I'm fucking lucky. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but if you have an overdraft fee, have fun with that charge. And then I'm going to charge interest on top of it. Why don't you take a credit card out too so oh, I yeah. can pay a little bit of interest on top of that? Yeah, rack that shit up. Oh, you want some cash out from that credit card? Why don't you sign this? It's a higher interest rate, but you need the money. Totally. Absolutely. Never trust anybody giving you money because they're here to fuck you. And the bank with checks is the same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, here's a PSA. Get a credit union because credit unions are the shit. Right. Don't ever use a credit card for more than you can pay off in that month. And head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a <laughs> review and a rating. Fabulous. <laughs> and you know what? While you're online, you can go check out our social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can get official merch on Tee Public. We've got some new designs that are launched. Do you have any stories about the time you went into serious debt? <laughs> Is it funny, though? Email us at fhebadmormons at gmail.com. You can become a patron for as little as $3 a month. The link is in our link tree, which is on all of our social media. Which means I can keep drinking and give you more stupid shit. <laughs> and finally, we are always looking for likes and subscribes on our YouTube channel. So if you're so inclined, please head over and give us some love on YouTube. And thanks for listening to our show. Maybe I'll see you next week. Ooh.